Hey guys, thank you for, for tuning in to the Couple Nurses podcast with your hosts, Peter Fendero and myself, Matt Slarczyk. This is a podcast where we tackle current health news and hot nursing topics, one conversation at a time. How you doing, Petey? I'm doing good. If you guys don't know, we are in California officially, settled down in our B studio, right? We have our A down the hallway and our B's over here. It's a nice table. I like, I like the setup. Dude, it's such a cool table. I don't know, like, this is actual wood. This is for sure actual wood. But I think it's like dipped in something. I think we have a cool ass mug that says coffee makes me poop. And this one says Columbia, because Columbia makes good coffee. So we have coffee mugs. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about like different type of blood types with COVID, especially these interesting stats. And we're also going to talk about some privacy issues that the um, Twitter has been doing recently, which is kind of crazy and shocking. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Like even with this whole COVID-19 going on, there's like other stuff on top of it going on. Yeah. Like, you know, like before uh, C-19, we had the whole, uh, was it not Korea, but the whole um, Hong Kong thing? Yeah, definitely. The riots and stuff, that was wild. And then we went into C-19, and now, you know, we're into almost November elections. It's gonna be wild, it's a wild year, man. Don't you feel like exhausted being at work and then listening to all the CNN stations and Fox? That's what everybody listens to in the news, and sometimes, I wish there was like something else. There's either infomercials or news. I, I, haven't, shift. I haven't watched a lot of news recently. Like usually I'm pretty on top of it. Like, uh, cause basically when I'm like doing dishes or I'm cleaning at home, I just put my, the Alexa on, the one with the screen, the Echo or whatever it's called. Yeah. And that just plays like the news while I do stuff around the house. I don't do that here. Okay. We don't, we don't have the Alexa. Looks like we need to buy Alexa for yeah, that one. Interesting. And I will like catch up on like what happened recently with what's going on in politics, even though like I don't really concern myself too much with it, but I still want to kind of be up to date, up to par yeah. what's going on. And CDC just released some stats that said like one in five Americans because of this whole quarantine and everything that happened, I think you're prone to depression, anxiety and all this stuff. Like it, it's so sad that like where this like led to. So anybody out there, I'm wishing them the best like mental health wise and prosper and to find positivity wherever they can. Live long and prosper. Right? Exactly. Star Trek, for all Star Trek fans out there, I never got into Star Trek, but you know, that's a thing people say. So C19 stat wise, global cases 39 million with 1 million deaths, US wise 8 million cases, 222,000 deaths. So, you know, I was looking at the trend before we hopped on this episode and you know, we're way down from the peak, way down. Even, even being at work, like seeing, there was a lot more ECMO patients like now compared to like, there's 50% less. And the mortality rate was, I believe, there's only 30 to 40% success rate with them. So yeah, like these people are very sick, you know, when it comes to ECMO and yeah, it's very, it's, it's hard, man. It's kind of rough. Like we're, I was talking about a nurse today with like PTSD and like nursing and it's like, it's very similar. Like these symptoms that are, you know, masking and things like that. Yeah. When you think of ECMO, like once you're on ECMO, your chances are, are chances of coming out of it are, you know, not the highest. Right. And if you're throwing a new virus into it, like that's gonna make things a lot, lot harder to do. You know, it's yeah. one cool thing that I seen um, yeah. working my three nights is there was somebody that was intubated and they had one more day left till they had to get trached. So if you're intubated after 14 days is that window where, hey, we probably got to do a trach because of the anatomy and mm -hmm. stuff. So what they did as a last ditch effort is they cannulated her with ECMO just to get rid of the extra CO2 and oxygenate her just to help her lungs that much. And she actually got extubated that next day being on ECMO for one day huh. so it was like a last ditch effort because she was actually a nurse and she captured COVID like it's mm -hmm. really sad like one of those patients where they test negative and then they test positive like a couple of days later and that was done to see if they could extubate her so extubate her and they so did 
Damn, so that was like a last effort before, hey, we do have a trachea, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's like giving the lungs a little break, mm -hmm. completely oxygenating it and giving her enough like drive or whatever you want to call it to actually extubate. Mm -hmm. So she prevented getting a trach and like if you get a trach, which is the opening here, sometimes it takes like months before you could get that reversed. Or so years, just, or if it's even possible yeah. to get it reversed. So, People like walk around with trachs. Yeah, so it's traumatic. Plus you're at risk of getting pneumonia. You might go to like an LTAC or, you know, LTAC or long-term facility with that. So How long have you excavated for already, do you know? Or just like one, one day? One this day? was my, this was Tuesday. So it's like two, three days later. Oh, it's all. So the next time we go into work, next week we can follow. Is she up. with it at all? And you like, uh, uh, kind of brain is she awake? I was busy, man. Okay. Work has been freaking busy, but anyway. Maybe I'll check it out when I get there. Cause I actually, interesting, I didn't know that even happened. Uh, but what I saw, you know, this week for the most part, I never seen somebody get cannulated at bedside, like for the ECMO. Like the whole OR team came, the surgeon came, just came to the- They do an x-ray on the spot, it's pretty hardcore, yeah, right? interesting, yeah. I go right away and everything. And that's crazy, it's intense, it's super intense. And they're just doing it, we're just like standing outside because they do their part and then they hand it over to us and we take care of it. Like the group of nurses that we work with, very smart, just straight business. Like yeah, it's a solid team. Like I had a solid team back in um, back in Chicago and their this team's really good too. I know, man. I told you you'd be impressed. Mm -hmm. So tell me about COVID and blood types. I know you did a lot of research on it. Yeah, so I did some digging. It's It was kind of, I heard it maybe a few months ago, but you know, it takes a little bit for research studies to actually come out and actually prove this stuff. So I actually found two studies that show that people with the blood type of O, you know, O positive or O negative, are more resistant to, to C19, to COVID. So those people with blood type of, of A, or I'm sorry, not of A, but of O, had a less mortality, they went through, if they did catch COVID, they didn't have as a as hard of a time as people that are A, B, or AB. And, and we, I kind of wanted to like do some research and like find out like how come blood type O is such like a dominant blood type where you're actually more resistant to heart disease and things like that with research. But that's like a whole podcast within itself to like go into like genetics yeah. and things like that. So we're not going to cover it. But even with like CRT and mechanical ventilations, uh, blood type group O actually had better ability to recover quicker from like the mechanical events. Mm. Uh, when it comes to biomarkers and the hepatic function, same thing. Um, groups A and AB had higher dysfunctions. And then with COVID-19 and different blood types, there's no difference in inflammatory markers. So that cytokine storm that you guys hear about, it doesn't affect any blood type. Everybody's at risk equally for it. Yeah. And same with like, so quick summary of that was if, if you have C19 and you have a blood type of O, you're at less risk to need a mechanical vent, you're less risk to need mechanical ventilation, CRT, and you have not as a prolonged stay in ICU compared to the other blood types. And it's really interesting how that works. I'm not sure if it has to do with the amount of antibodies you, you have in your system or how does that actually work, but I'm curious to, you know, as the research goes on, they're probably gonna disclose that, they're gonna find out because right now this is still something new. Like why is blood type O a little bit more resistant to, to COVID-19? Like, exactly. We don't really know. We just know that, that the research correlates and it shows that Oh, for some reason is more resistant to it. Yeah, and we're gonna break down also like the blood types and how that actually works. So it's interesting, like for for those that are not very nursing related, most people are that, that are listening, but antigens are the protein on the red blood cells. And they basically are categorized in type A, B, A, B, and O. And basically if you have like, let's just say a negative antigen, you, you're better explaining this, but you, O is the, universal giver. You could give O to a donor, I should say. But when it comes to being like O recipient, you could only get O because the antibodies would create like a reaction, like an anaphylaxis. Yeah, so the universal donor is, is O negative, essentially. Yeah. 
but the universal recipient is going to be AB negative because you have those antibodies antigens. But like Matt said, yeah, there's blood types A, B, A, B, and O, and then you have the RH factor, which is sometimes considered like um, antigen D, they sometimes call it. So you have to consider that as well because you could be O negative, you could be O positive, right? You could be B positive, B negative. And if you're getting blood and you're, you know, B negative, you have to make sure that you get blood that's compatible with B, with B negative. And vice, vice versa with, with the positive. I know it's very dangerous when like a mom, um, when a mom's given birth, and the mom and you know the infant or the baby have different RH factors because right. your blood's literally gonna attack each other and yeah. baby's not gonna be able to sustain life. It's an immune reaction. That's and, why like in the hospitals, nurses, you, you hear about type and cross match. Like what exactly is that? And essentially we take a patient's blood and we type, type and cross it. So we basically make little trials of transfusions and little test tubes mm -hmm. to find out how the blood is going to react for every potential donor. And I wonder why they do it every th three days. So most hospitals, it's usually done every three days. So if you type and cross somebody, the third day, as soon as midnight hits, you gotta type and cross them again. And that, that's what happened with me in the hospital two days ago where I gave one unit at 10 o'clock. It was an ER admit, but they didn't type and cross him from ER. They typed and crossed them. They used the type and cross from three days ago when he was there for a thoracentesis. Okay. So midnight hit and I'm calling lab for another unit. And they say, uh, it's, it expired. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean it expired? He just came from the ER. And then I'm looking back. No one ever told me, but I had to type and cross him again. Wow. It's just, it's just inconvenience. Yeah. You know? but I don't know why it lasts three days, though. I don't know if it's like a preservative thing. Like, is there a reason why your blood would, would change within that three days, man? That, yeah, so you probably should have looked up. Yeah. But back to like the, the blood type. So when we say you, you have blood type A, that means you have A antigens on your blood. And the antibodies around it are going to be B. Yeah. And that, that's in plasma. Mm. Yes, yeah, that goes with B and AB and then O, like Matt said, universal donor. So it does not have any kind of antigens. But the thing is you have both antibodies, so you can't get any of that other kind of blood. You have to get just O blood. It's crazy how that works, right? Like we're humans and we have different kind of blood. And O, o positive is the most popular and AB, not most popular, but the most prevalent. And then AB is um, the hardest to get. Yeah. It's crazy how that works. Like we're all humans, but some blood that looks exactly the same, like you can't tell by the way blood looks if it's AB or O. It looks exactly the same. We, we came along with like your level. We can we came a long way with science the way like everything worked out. Yeah. You want to hop in over to big tech and censorship? Let's do it, dude. So this is like your baby. This is the second side of us where yes, we talk a lot about medicine and nursing, but also like we like to kind of find out truth. And it's it's interesting how the media works, what's being presented. And this is a an article that I found, which just happened like two days ago. And basically, we, we look at the future and we think like there was going to be war, nuclear warfare, but really like the battlefield has changed and it's really for the people's minds, right? Data is information and it's our like new currency. And look what's happening with censorship where now these mega corporations are the new governments. And reason being is so Twitter actually blocked a Republican website from like censorship, correct? Mm -hmm. So there's like a scandal that was happening with um, Ukraine and like Biden and things like that. And Twitter decided to delete a, a post. So wh why do you know, why should, why should social media platforms do that? So it's kind of like, this is not political. It's more about oh, it's freedom, political. freedom for information. This political. It's it could be political, political, correct. So they're swinging a specific way, but for our sake here, why are they deleting information, right? Information should be free or like founding fathers said that it should be, yeah. but yet like it's um, being yeah. censored. The big issue is like, who are these corporations to tell us or to tell me or to tell you 
what I should look at or you know what I shouldn't look at. Like, how am I supposed to formulate my, my opinion if I can't see both sides of the argument? Yeah. How am I supposed to you know make a valid conclusion or or think one way or think the other way if I don't see everything presented, presented to me? Like, I want to see the bullshit. I want to see the facts. I want to be able to myself discern what's the truth and what's not. Because then at that one point, if you keep keep giving and they keep taking, they're gonna have you swing their way. And, you and know, the it's problem- not it's not like the the law. Um, is censoring these things or I mean the law is censoring these things but also the corporations are doing this themselves because you're on their platform you're using their product so they can basically do whatever whatever they want with you they can show you whatever they want to show you and and that's it you have no say against it because if you have an opinion and if you have an opinion about it or you don't agree with it they're gonna tell you hey you can hop on somewhere else and that's the problem that these companies grew so big where we we can't even comprehend what's actually happening and now they have literally a sway in election information even this whole thing about um, you know hydroplaquinil uh, and remdesivir. How come we have to get information deleted about one specific medication, right? How come we can't have both and have that information out there? Who is to tell us what is the right source information? And this is the problem with like the whole fact checking. Like, who is actually fact checking that this is correct? And that's like what's scary that we're entering this like like I don't want to call it dark, but if you have, if there's an episode on Black Mirror that talks yeah. about this, and it's exactly out of the movie where like big tech is actually kind of running the show yeah like i i agree with like certain kinds of censorship of course and like certain kind of tracking like like yeah we should figure out who's looking at like child pornography and things like that horrible things like that that yeah you could you could track I, that's something that the whole world could agree with right exactly. like hey track it for that purpose but that's not how it's used and it's only that you brought up that these corporations are now basically government yeah because who knows more about me nope i mean I do know a lot of myself, but the thing is like these like Facebook, Instagram knows a lot more about you than US, the US government does. They know so much more about you. So if they know more about us than our own government, like they're gonna be the ones making the rules. Because they're not in front of platform, but they also know exactly what we want and how to sway our opinions based on what we look at. Because Facebook is basically a giant like behavior project and like I'm trying to even comprehend like where's all this data going? It's stored in this giant brain. And what can you do with what can you what can you do with this information? It's freaking anything and everything. You can do everything. Anything and everything. Like if Facebook wanted to, all they could do is make a if you want to log on to Facebook, mandatory poll. Trump or Biden. Yeah. And, and if, if if they force you to do that, you're gonna make a choice, right? And you're gonna probably make an honest choice. You know, imagine that. Imagine Facebook, if you go on Facebook, a survey pops up that you can't exit out, you have to do it. It just says Biden and Trump, and you gotta click one to open up Facebook. You know how much stats they're gonna have. They're gonna have. You know how much this is. This is a very like good power point. they have. That's it's insane. They're gonna know who's gonna win just by doing it if they, they mandated it. I don't know. I'm not sure if anybody thought about it. If you, if you guys didn't, and I provided some information for you, so compensation would be great in the future. Yeah. But imagine if they did that. They get so much fucking numbers. It'd be wild. They would predict the election yeah. easy. Even look at the great hack where this Facebook was basically selling information, and this company was able to find out the behavior the psychology of these like people in Great Britain and they would influence the people that are like for Brexit and they would help them like, give them specific information on their news feeds to sway their opinion. So based on psychology, they're able to figure out which person is easily manipulated based on their behavior on social media. Right. It's nuts. There was, remember that there's the Netflix, it's a documentary about Cambridge Analytica. That's the great hack. That's what that's I was just what talking is, yeah. about. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, it's insane how they like go into other countries and just kind of sway people's opinions. They know how to how to start a little riots, how to start a little, you know, little movements, and you know, and they swing elections. They swing elections for 
for for whose whose purpose? Because Cambridge Analytica technically is not existing anymore; it's closed. So who was running the show? Was it a government running the show? Was it a, a private enterprise? Like who's who's the one making these moves? It's crazy to think about. So yeah, that's why if you look at like JFK's speech, that great speech that he did before he got shot, like he talks about like the industrial military complex. So. Right now, it seems like the, the world is always messed up. It's always been messed up. It's a lot better where we were 200 years ago. But if you look at wars, it's kind of chilling, right? But if you look at the industrial military complex, it has to make its money. So if it's not making money in other countries, it's probably making money off U.S. citizens. And how is it doing that? It's probably just creating like these little like you know wars. Yeah. I talked to a nurse, and um, he even thought that like potentially we might go into a civil war in the near future. That's just a freaking complete opinion. But it's scary how like divided we are like why can't we just have some unity nowadays like the news just creates like this giant polarity for like what reason you know for the sake of profit at the end of the day right yeah well, it's like also- history like there's been you know empires have fallen like it's repetitive cycle right yeah so is that gonna happen again at some point and i mean it might i'm not sure i mean i'm not saying that it will it could happen a thousand years from now it could we get a revolution a thousand years from now where half of us break off and go to mars that could be a revolution and you can have a different kind of revolution next week, next month. Like you never know how, how things can go. Like I don't think it's that bad yet. But I'm pretty sure we're like the life has been good. Even it's kind of rough right now. This rough patch is a lot better than than a lot of shit that went down. We'll history. Keep going through, yeah. Even in our own like culture. Mm-hmm. In our Basically. own culture, the United States, like the United States history, it's, even though it's a lot younger than, you know, most other countries. Look, you had the black rights movement, you had women's rights, you had all this shit happen within like a 200 year period. Yeah, It's wild. So let me talk about why this is actually being censored. So we just got off topic. So long story short, Hunter Biden, which is um, Joe Biden's son, he basically had the in, he was one of the top executives in the Ukrainian energy firm called, um, it's called Brushma Holding Limited. It's one of the largest private natural gas providers. And supposedly he was on the board with a reported salary of up to like 50K. So what happened is, the reason why this information got out that like, you know, it's like being censored and looks bad if they had like something to do with like, basically they had so much like power in like the Ukrainian firm when Ukrainian government tried to do something, they kind of had to say like, hey, we gotta kind of stop this. Mm-hmm. So the information got leaked with a laptop that was at a repair shop and Hunter Biden, I guess, dropped it off. He never paid for it so the people in the firm actually use this information and exposed it. So Twitter's saying that, hey, this is technically hacking information and we took it down off the web. Interesting. So that, that's how the whole story played out. And that's why they took that link, the government link down, because they said, wow, this is a big thing. And this is where this whole ordeal came about. Like, you know, why is information being censored? Hmm. Is that crazy how like when the tides flip, it's a little bit different? Like, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of either candidate. But when Trump was being accused of, of doing stuff, look at it, he got attacked. You know, you had all these leaks that were posted everywhere. And now you have the leak from the Democratic Party and all those sources are closing it off. Like, which way does our does corporate America swing? Obviously, you know, to the left. I'm not saying it's like a bad thing, but um, I mean, I, I guess I'm kind of, yeah. Not it it is what it is, man. You know, the thing is like majority of, of Americans are, you know, in the middle. And if you're swinging that far one way or, or the other, you know, your, your, your ideas and goals aren't swinging with the majority, right? You're not, you're just for kind of yourself or whoever, you know, or whoever's going to give you the most business. You got to satisfy those quarterly reports or monthly reports, whatever you guys got to do. And it's crazy how that works. Like this whole censorship thing is, is, is just wild. Yeah, and and, and whatever scary. happened to all those um, like women being like kidnapped, you know, 
and with uh, the, the Sex Island and stuff. So with, with that, Elaine, um, was what's your last name? So supposedly there was like a conspiracy that was played out on like Hunan. So they actually took it off the internet. Mm. Facebook banned all these Facebook groups, yeah. posts, everything related to it. They think it was a giant like conspiracy thing that got out. That was fake news. Even Epstein, dude. What happened? What happened to his? Yeah, everything. Like, sort of late. You don't hear her anywhere, man. Yeah. Like, what happened, dude? Yeah. You, she you was supposed, she was supposed to be in FBI custody. Yeah. And it's all, there's no more information since last right. year. Right. You heard it like, like two days in a row, and that's it. No one had. They had like a few pictures somehow, only like a handful of pictures, and radio silence since then. Like, like what? Like, how's, how does it make any kind of sense? Why is like, why are you prioritizing one information over the other? Stuff like that bothers me every day. Dude, it's ridiculous. What man. can we do about it? And the thing is, like, we can't because, like, at this this point in time, the world is so vast and information is so so scattered and still open to us. Like, you don't know what's truth and what what's not. So that's kind of like the counter argument for why we should censor things. But like I said, we, like my new censorship, like things that we could all ethically agree on should be censored. But things that help us formulate an opinion just because it's wrong doesn't mean that it should be not seen. Right. Because if you were told something and you just took it for blind faith compared to if you were told something and then showed something that's that's wrong and you're like oh that makes sense you're more inclined to believe it right yeah. you're harder you're gonna be harder to fool next time just like people all they do is read headlines mm -hmm. and all of our eyeballs are on our cell phones right and usually we're on a few platforms usually they're just social media mm -hmm. and you're getting a specific stream of information that's filtered so if that's the only information you consume and you don't do you know dior you don't do your research how are you supposed to find anything out? How can you how can you have a free form discussion? How can you prevent like that hive mindset mentality? You can't if you're all consuming the same source of information. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what we gotta watch out too, because myself and yourself and all of our friends, we have kind of the same thinking thinking pattern yeah. as well. So we gotta be careful for that. But we're pretty open-minded where if, if we're stuck in one way and we're yeah. like, we can't get out of it, we're stubborn to, to change. I think at least we can recognize the majority of the time, I feel like, you know what? Like we all have our, our self-serving biases, yeah, but sometimes like we were able to pinpoint them and we're like, oh shit, I believe this for X amount of years. And it's like, damn, I was wrong. You know, I was wrong. And it's like, okay, well shit, now, now I know. Even about diet, you know, me and PD both like intermittent fast, but prior to that, the bro science was, hey, consume six meals a day because it boosts your metabolism and you need all that, right? Like that's like the pump bunk that your metabolism does not get affected if you do like Fasting if you do six meals. There's yeah, no I difference. said it depends more on a person too. Of course, man. Yeah. There's different body types. Yeah, exactly. Right? And though, like your schedule or your work schedule, like us doing nights, like imagine if we ate, you know, like a high calorie. Imagine we both and we're working nights. Like our body is going to go through some strain. Yeah, I think what really kills your body is when you start eating late at night, like three, four, five, six. Your body's meant to have their digestive then system. You eat at six no, people that do. There's people that eat throughout the whole entire shift. All the shift. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, that must be a lot more strain in your body. Already you're yeah. fighting your circadian rhythm. Now you're fighting your digestive system. We're trying to like sleep. Mm -hmm. So at least us fasting, it gives that one part of body. Yeah. But it's okay. Like if you're one of those people that eat during night shift, the whole night shift, and then you go home and you don't really eat very much, that's fine too. You know, that's like your way of transitioning. But you know, some if you're some just doing people, it nonstop, then it's bad. Some people eat to stay up. I know people that have to eat to stay up. Respect, you know, everybody everybody has a different way of kind of handling things. Yeah, I completely agree. But the thing is, like, you gotta watch out what you eat. Are you hungry, man? I'm actually not hungry. Dude, I've been hungry. I'm always hungry, man. I don't know what it is about California or, or what, but I'm always hungry. Maybe probably the gym, dude. We you also have to realize we've been, yeah. We, like, stay up. We lift patients. I feel like some... These past three nights, I've I've done so much labor intensive work, it's ridiculous. 
Yeah, we have a heavy patient that came in, 700 pounds. Wild man. And turning him, you know, like, like, like four freaking like, people. Yeah, there. it was usually me, two other dudes, and a girl. You know, I'm not sure what her name was, but she's a female nurse. And yeah, like, it's, dude, it's a lot of weight, man. It's basically dead weight. Like, this guy hasn't walked in like a very long time. You, you know what's messed up about that actual patient is like, yeah, see, sometimes I wonder about HIPAA, but um, he, he just like, ER never gave report. They just like oh, took him upstairs and just left him in the waiting room, dude. No way. An ICU patient for like 10 minutes. And no one knew about it till like the security guard asked like, hey, does this patient have a room? Like, nope. And then the charge nurse is like, no one told me about it. Damn. So it's like nuts that like shit like this goes on, even though it could be like A1 hospital, you know, wherever you go, like there's just shit that always goes down. Even That's like, rough. even for me, man, I got a report from a nurse or I was a break nurse for a little bit, got pulled. I had to prepare the room. A guy calls me for a problem. I'm like, dude, give me like five, 10 minutes. I just, uh, it's going to be a shit show when you come up because nothing's ready. Had to call again after I told him I'll call him asking for a report. I'm like, dude, I told you to, you know, like I'll, get, I'll give you smack for that. I'll give you a lip. Just like, come on, I kind of told you I need some time. I wonder how their visitor ER is. Have you seen how busy their ER is? No, I haven't looked into it. I don't know because they're not level one trauma. You know, no, they're not. No. They're not. So I don't know how busy, like, I don't know, like, we have very sick people in ICU. But a lot of our sick people, you know, I feel like, well, I've only been here for like a week, so I can't make a judgment. But so far what I'm seeing is a lot of the really sick people don't come through our ER. They, they get like sent through us via ambulance. Or there's, something a, like, there's a lot of transfer. Or like, tra- like transfer to different hospital. You had a person come from London, you know, like it's, it's interesting. Like, um, so I'm not sure how busy the ER is. I have no idea. Because I know, I know that Christ was super busy. I mean, there's a... Oh, well, you always got a report. There's, like, there's like a special Veritas floor. There was like a picture in the elevator and it was like a upgraded floor where you have like yeah. your own like, it was like a desk with like a laptop that you could sit a down. A mini fridge. A mini fridge. So it's like some like bougie ass freaking yeah. unit they could go on. You got to pay a little bit more, but you pay to play, right? The fourth floor? I have no idea. Where I wonder what nurses are over there. You should try to get in there. I don't <laughs> go know. Go float there. Dude, dude, we should check it out. We should talk to um, a manager. See what if we could do. Maybe if like, hey, if you guys are slow, one day um, don't call me off. I'll, I'll go to, you know, Veritas for I'll hunt out towels. Mm, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll wear faces. Yeah, dude. I'll, I'll give them bed baths. There you go. Couple of turns. Yeah, I mean, you talked about you should get some bed bath nurses. Mm. Oh, that'd be cool. So, yeah, I think, dude, imagine if you had two bed bath nurses or even one bed bath nurse that just goes around and, and helps you do your bed bath. Like, you know, she's not going to do it alone or he's not going to do it alone, but he's going to help you. So, like, you have a schedule. You have a break schedule, you have a bath schedule. You know, and it doesn't fit that schedule, it's fine. You know, we'll come back. So, that'll be, dude. I, that'll probably prevent like collapses and cauties, like for sure. I have a feeling we should run this by somebody. Even having texts on nights, I feel like we. I wish we had some CNAs in the ICU. They never give it to us, and it sucks because you're just doing total patient care. You're busy. Like, if you got like two patients with like stool or like just like you know being incontinent, like you're walking back and forth, and this is labor intensive. This happened yesterday. Like I had a patient. I had a Foley ca- uh, condom catheter. And the guy is so confused in order, he wanted to pee, he just like ripped it off. And then he kind of like pissed the whole bed. And it's like, you know, it's part of nursing. And you do it once, you do it twice, you got to change him three times. You got another lady that's freaking vomiting. And it's like, it's exhausting. The show we signed up for, huh? Yeah, that's, that's like, those are the moments I'm like, damn, this is nursing. Yeah. Fudge, man. Yeah, what do you think of nursing? I did, like half the shit that I see is I definitely can deny envision right. as a new grad or even envision like as, as I as like when you think of nurse when you're younger. No, this is wild, man. Yeah. Is that Especially like, yeah, and like travel nursing too. It's like you have these patients and you don't know anybody. You have no backup. You have no resources. You just got to figure shit out. It's like 
it forces you to also go outside your comfort zone because it's like no one's going to provide you the supply. You just got to go. No walk. one's going to hand shit to you. Yeah, no one's going to hand shit. You just got to keep figuring stuff out. And that's like your whole night. Just, you know, trial error, problem, solution, reaction. Just like go, 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 go. And it's like you hit a wall when you get home. You're like, I'm tired. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this one up. We've been chatting for a while. Uh, what do we talk about? We talk about you know, censorship, media censorship. We talk about censorship. Blood types. Yeah, censorship all around, blood types. Some research about O positive and O negative patients that are like a little C-19. more distant to C nineteen. Yeah, pretty good synopsis. Something short today, short off the dome. Even though we have some some notes here, and yeah. we just, we look at our screens, we look at them just for little little points that we jot down so we don't forget for the most. Yeah, part. like yeah, like I yeah, like this is not like scripted. We don't talk about anything, but I can't remember that this study had four hundred and seventy three thousand individuals mm-hmm. tested. Like th- those are numbers I can't remember. Yeah. Like you know, life is just too busy, so I rather just read it off and. Okay. Sure. All right, guys. Take care. Thank you, guys. Peace.